So Chicago's trying to be like New York. Minneapolis is trying to be Chicago. Fargo's trying to be Minneapolis. Grand Forks is trying to be Okay, yeah. That's you know probably I mean? true. Like, and, and we're like all like five years behind each other. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Mac Podcast. Hey, this is where a podcast you're going to unfollow the herd. It's in entrepreneurship, real estate, business, anything you need to know in the entrepreneurial space. And today I have a special guest with me. Guys, he runs a multi-million dollar electrical company. He started it from scratch. He's been all through the journey of building a company. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. He also happens to be the funniest guy I know. And uh, he has definitely <laughs> multiple hobbies that we're going to probably get through probably, today. Probably way too many. And we're going to solve some big like world issues, I think, today, Trav. Um, good chance. And uh, I always seem, when I get a conversation with you, we always seem to solve a lot of issues. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Whether it's bush light in hand or my, whatever uh, the case is, yeah, my goal is to solve all the world's problems. So, yeah, well, thanks for jumping on, man. Yeah, man. I know, I know, um, different people. Uh, we live in North Dakota. This is probably not as common to jump yeah. on podcasts uh, yeah. two a week, <laughs> um, but I try to shoot two a week, and actually, I, I like this. Um, and if you guys like this, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. Give us a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you're on. Share it with somebody that. Hey, we're providing you some value. And if it sucked, don't share it with anyone. But if I provide you some value, share it with somebody that, you know, can mean something too, can help someone in the space. So, um, Trav, I want to know, first of all, you know, you're, you're an electrician now. Um, I am for and, a long and time. For a long time. And yeah. I, I remember the first times that we met. Yeah. Um, I think we were at a house. Uh, on Cherry Street, um, maybe like 14, 16. I don't know why this oh, is all coming man. back to me and I even know the address maybe. Is it Chestnut? Maybe it's Cherry. What uh, were their names? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't share that, but... <laughs> no, I, I they know. Were spec home. Was, they were building a spec house pretty yeah, much. It was, uh, it was a spec house. It was uh, me and Jamie, my business partner, and you and one helper, I think. Yeah. Like that's That's where it was, you know? That's... I think we wired that whole house for like seven thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I probably poured the basement for like fifteen grand. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so stupid. And I mean, obviously the costs of the world have gone up and whatever, but it's well. What is the cost of wiring a house now? It was seven grand in what two thousand ten. Code changes and the price of wire. I mean, it's going to be tough to do it for twenty. I mean, you're going to have a real, wow, real, real light spec house for. 15, you know, wow. I mean, so it's, it's doubled for sure. For sure. Plus some, for sure. and, for sure. uh, yeah, I just remember, uh, when we first met, <laughs> I, you were just outgoing. Like, like when I go to a job site and I'm like focused, I think yeah. I was pouring a drive, whatever. Yeah. It's like, I'm laser vision. Yeah. Like one I'm doing, well, I was probably hunting you down. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Like, I gotta, I gotta find some work. Like we just started a business. <laughs> it's like, this guy's got to have some electrical work to do. Like, I got to get some work in here. So. Yeah. And I don't remember if you even knew who I was or maybe you I were from Thompson Connections yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, because we've lived in Thompson since 08. Yeah, so, before I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I lived down the street from your mom, which, you know, where you yeah. guys have your house now. And it's like, I don't I mean, it's funny how that all came together. Two random guys in Grand Forks and our kids yeah. in daycare. And- God, you made me laugh like 17, like my abs hurt by the time I just met you. And it's like, <laughs> you just have that knack about you of like getting into somebody and then making them laugh. Like, so yeah, that's, that's a, a gift you that's have. That's a double-edged sword though, too. Is it? you end up being somebody's therapist at least three days a week. <laughs> You're the Not bouncing board? And like sometimes it's just strangers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just like, 
well, how's it going today? And I don't know if I'm easy to talk to or what, but man, I hear people's stories and I'm just like, okay. Like, I don't even know how to respond to half of them, but I don't know. Kind of yeah. is what it is. I'm definitely our sales guy for sure. Yeah. You, you just have that knack that yeah. it's a gifted ability just to connect pretty much with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and really true. fast, like yeah. you, you can. It's like that's a gift. Yeah, uh, I struggle with that. You know, it's like <laughs> we're trying to connect today more uh, forced theory through a podcast, right, but you right. can do it out in the real world right. easily. So, uh, but I want to know. Let's let's talk about your story and like where this began, because like I want to know like how you're an entrepreneur. And, like, just talk talk to me like where where are you from even? So, I mean, do you want business or personal right away? What I, want, I want, like where you know tell me when you came out of the shoot. What was it like? So. I grew up in western North Dakota, a little town called Beulah. Um, it's coal country, coal mines. Um, I uh, worked at a body shop for most of my high school career, worked for a lot of ranchers. Um, Is that cash? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know, <laughs> North Dakota dollars a month to go fix fence and move cows and all those things, you know. That's and, cool. And I was working for a guy um, at a body shop for two, maybe three years, and I'd go help him and after school and sand stuff and whatever <laughs> it was my senior year and he's like what are you going to school for and i was like well auto body you know and he's like what are you gonna do after college and i was like well I'll come back and work here and then i'll buy you out one day he's like you're not working here and i was like what he's like this is a terrible life his words not mine right like to preface this I'm not knocking anybody in auto body by any means. This is the guy at the body this shop? This is the guy who owns the body shop. <laughs> Talking so, you out of it. Yep, yep. So Donnie, I don't even know if Donnie's still alive anymore, but so we, uh, I mean, I'm like devastated. Like this is like my plans, right? Like it's halfway through my senior year. So he like, just crushed I, it. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, what, like what? I'm just like identity crisis mode, you know? So he goes and. It's like a couple weeks later, he's like, you still mad at me? And I was like, well, I'm not really sure what I'm doing with my life. And he's like, what you go to school for? You know, I don't know. You like putting stereos in and lights on people's cars. And I'm like, I don't think they make a car stereo college, Donnie. And he's like, well, I, you know, with wires and stuff. And that's literally how I became an electrician. Like, I was like, well, I don't no know. way. I'll from cars? In. Mm-hmm. From working on so, cars. So... Because he scared the shit out of you? Well, it was more or less just like, hey, you don't want to be sanding Bondo the rest of your life, and you like putting radios in? Like, wow, do it. And, and that's literally that. how it started. So, And when you're raised around the coal mines and the power plants and stuff like that, you know, you have to go get an associate's degree in order to come back and work power plants. So obviously that's, you know, your goal, good paying jobs, you know, gotcha. your hometown. And then I met Shannon and Wapitan and uh, have never been back. <laughs> so, so, so and my parents was moved. that in college or? Yep. So I met her our freshman year in college. So yep. you decided go to college for trade school. Yep. Yep. So I went to college in WAP and uh, graduated with an electrical technology degree. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Met Shannon and stayed in the valley and I sure miss hills and. Yeah, all those things, but you know, it is what it is. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's an odd dynamic because the state is so different. I mean, people in the east are completely different than people in the western part of the state. You know what I mean? Oh, really? It's it's wild. I mean, and I, I well, can't even tell me the it. difference between West North Dakota and East North Dakota. Um, now I'm curious. It's a lot more hometown out west. 
Because Beulah is like in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're an hour from Bismarck, an hour from Minot. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you're it's, yeah, you're no EFB man's land for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you're literally in the middle of nowhere, and it's I don't know, everything's just a little more lackadaisy. There's always tomorrow. You know what I mean? Okay, and okay. So come complacency? out here, and, and I, I mean, I equate. Here's how I feel: Grand Forks, Fargo, Minneapolis, Chicago are. So Chicago's trying to be like New York. Minneapolis is trying to be Chicago. Fargo's trying to be Minneapolis. Grand Forks is trying to be Fargo. Okay, yeah. That's you know probably I mean? true. Like, and, and we're like all like five years behind each other. Mm -hmm. And I and I do think, and I've always said this too about like our community. I love Grand Forks. I love the small town feel, but also the big feel. But it's not Fargo. Like when people are like, well, you know, we're, we're you know, this in Fargo and then well what that some of that doesn't work here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see it in my business tremendously. I mean, it's it's so obvious when you go out for lunch in Fargo. Yeah. If you're going to go out to eat, you better have an hour and a half. Yeah. Restaurants can't even make it in Grand Forks because everybody's still packing bologna sandwiches in their igloo cooler. Yeah, you're not supporting your local community. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's that's a huge problem in Grand Forks. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I, I mean, there's there's a lot of terrible things that happened with COVID, but yet there was a lot of good. You know, I mean. I have some a friend from high school, and they own a few bars downtown. And uh, I mean, to survive COVID, she started this cookie company, and they're just killing it, like those real good cookies. Oh, like, sure, yeah. She's just killing it, and it's yeah. like, I mean, who would have? And we've had that conversation before. Like, who would have ever thought that? You that's, know what I mean? That's what makes it here. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, just the oddest things that, and I, I don't know. It's uh, Grand Forks is an odd. It's an odd dynamic because you have you have this hierarchy right like yep. the ogs of this town that it's tough to break into that club and it's tough to you know so then you kind of develop your own club and they don't really you know, they don't fight that either you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, but it's yeah. just it's crazy but i mean you still have i mean there's some huge companies that have came out of grand forks that like the original owners are in their 80s and they're still there every day <laughs> you know uh, what i mean I yeah it's 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 got to progress if you're not progressive you're you're not moving forward. Yeah, and you're if dying. you're not moving forward, you're dying. Yeah. Yep. It, and, and that's what it's it's not that our town's dying. I mean, there's a lot of I was just did a freaking podcast with Brandon Bochinski. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's got a lot of firepower to try and stimulate the economy mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Um because he understands if he stimulates growth, he's gonna stimulate jobs. Right. And if he stimulates jobs, people are gonna be coming here yep, and they're gonna sure. wanna move here because the quality of life is pretty high. We live mm -hmm. in Thompson, not necessarily Grand Forks, mm -hmm. but we have a good quality. We do of life. Like we yep. can drive golf carts with the beer in hand, and mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. <laughs> and we appreciate that, yeah, right? Like absolutely. not many towns can get away with that. Absolutely. Um, um, and so that, that is a it, it is a it is a thing. And yeah. um, my cousin shared with me, and I want to get back to Donnie a little bit, um, and 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 just because it, it kind of intrigues me about uh, my cousin. He had a Skyrchers tell him, hey, there's he 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 called me, he asked me, Hey Mark, hey, so there's two people that made you turn out how you are today. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, whatever. I was like, well, you know, he's like, There's two people before you're the age of like, I don't know. I, I think 10 is what he said, but I think it's just your childhood. Yeah. And he's like, they shape who you are today. Um, and he's like, he's like, Your family's pretty, you know, you grew up in a trailer yeah. park. It was yeah, you know, you grew up in Mabula, kind of yeah. same story. Yeah. You weren't really on the path of like entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and like go get it, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
so who did I see and who adjusted, yeah. you know, our thought process at yeah. a young age to say, to me, it was like Donnie B. Electrician. It's yeah. like, who's two people that you think shaped who you are? Mm-hmm. If I put um, you on the spot. I mean, I, definitely that, you know, conversation we just had about Donnie. I mean, it, yeah. that, that was part of it. You know, I think going into the trades, I think it's really easy to dream big. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's like. But what made you be an entrepreneur? Like, why did you why do you want to go do it? Donnie, do you, want, do you want the PG version or do you want the R-rated version? I mean, just give it to it. It says it is. Right. This is real as it Baby gets. Baby boomers. Yeah. Okay. Baby boomers made me want to start my own business because you know. And I mean, this is a whole. We're gonna go down a whole left wormhole here. But yeah, yeah. tell me how the baby boomers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that generation is very easy to tell you you're not gonna do it. It's not gonna happen. Motivate. They're motivating you. Well, they're anti-motivating, or they're trying to not motivate you. You know what I mean. But you're using it absolutely as pouring gasoline absolutely. on the, your yep. fire. Yep. If somebody tells me I'm not going to be able to do that, it's getting done. You know what I mean. <laughs> I love that. that. Yeah. And that, that that's, that's so true. Is. So that's so true. Yep. And, and I mean, and not all of them. I mean, I grew up in a household that my dad's a super progressive baby boomer. But I mean, I have family members. I have whatever that it's just like. Phew. How do you think this is going to work? It's like, well, just watch. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, you want to prove them wrong. Like that's sure, in your heart. For like. sure. And, and I mean, there's, you know, whether it's naysayers along the way or whatever, but, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I worked for some good companies in the past when I worked for somebody else. And, um, I, when I left the last shop that we were all at, I mean, I just told my boss, like, I mean, I would go back to work there tomorrow. I mean, I, I say that loosely because knowing after you own your own business for so long you're never gonna go back to work for somebody but i mean they're a great company they were fantastic they trained you they taught you they whatever but you know when i left i told my boss i'm like i don't know if this is you know if this is gonna work you know but i gotta try it or i'm gonna regret it the rest of my life so what what made you take that first step because i think that's where many people get stuck there's lots of people who Um, want to and don't i think you already have to be doing it you know, when so you were I, when on the I, side for sure, yeah, for sure, we were doing piles of side work, <laughs> piles. And it, I mean, I would come home, drop my work truck off, hop in my truck, and go back to work. Wow. And I told Jamie, my business partner, I'm like, Dude, like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. You know what? Like, how are we? You know, <laughs> let's try it. Let's try it. And he he actually was going to go on his own a few years before we went on our own and the company we worked for talked him into staying. So, so what was that conversation like? You, you met, so who is Jamie? I, we don't know who Jamie so is. So Jamie is the Deitzler in our company, Deitzler Electric. Um, oh, it's not Travis Deitzler? Nope, it's not Travis <laughs> But there is a Travis Deitzler, <laughs> oh, and there is a lot of confusion with that. Yeah, so. yeah, I thought you were going to change your name. Yeah, yeah, I should, I should. <laughs> um, I always tell Jamie that we'll run, you know, Deitzler Electric for a while, and then then we'll change it to Johnson Electric. So <laughs> there's um, no Travis Johnsons in the world anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's only a million of them. It's really cool. There's like five in Grand Forks alone. I know, I know. Yeah. No inside joke. So what did what did what did you guys do? Where where were you sitting? What um where like how did this transpire? He stopped up at a job site that we were working on, and I was a foreman. He was actually my project manager at a company we worked for. You know, we get to talking, and I'm just like, "What are like? It's the worst that can happen." 
You know, and I think about that now, and I'm like, I was 24, had a new baby, had a mortgage. Oh, yeah, I had stuff to lose Health then. insurance, yeah. It man. gets harder as you yeah, get the stuff. For sure, for sure. And I'm just like, let's do it. I don't know why, because I'm an analyzer. Like, I, I, I mean, I am 100% ADHD, 100%. Like, analysis paralysis but like, is real. But I... I I mean I I overthink things. You know what I mean? I have buyer's remorse. I have all those things. You know uh, okay. what I mean? Never was starting my business. It is the oddest thing. And I think it was just cuz it was a dream. You know, I grew up in a household that my dad could have very very easily, you know. I mean, my dad runs nursing homes. He could have somehow started a nursing home along the way, but you know, he had four kids and wow. we didn't have a whole lot and it was like I don't know, I had this goal and aspiration to have something of my own or to build something or whatever, you know, and there's days when days get long and I come home and Shan asks how my day was. And I'm like, well, you know, it is what it is, you know, when you have those days and mm-hmm. she's like, you know that you are living your dream though. Right. And I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I am. I am. As you got three phone calls coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't really stop, especially on the service aspect of things. I mean, it, we get texts and calls yeah, all the time. And some of them, you know, there's times we go out at 3 o'clock in the morning if there's a power outage or, you know, I mean, because yeah. some of our customers, whether it's, you know, we just had an issue at FedEx Ground in Grand Forks and they were tripping their main breaker right before Christmas. And yeah. it's like that. I mean, you can shut down the whole eastern part of the state if that facility yeah. is not running. That's so insane. Those things are... Uh, it's real. Those things are priority for when sure. You, when you told Jamie, I'm just curious now, yeah. and maybe the listener would be, um, because you were at the point of committing. Yeah. And that's usually like the first step of yeah. like going in to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. What is, you're like, I'm all in. Let's yeah. freaking do it. And and so Jamie and me, at that point was like. Me and Jamie are super like-minded. And, and I mean, he left my job trailer that day and he's like, Phew. Don't even get me started thinking on this. Oh. And I got a text message that night, I think, at like one o'clock in the morning, and he's like, "We should have a beer tomorrow." Oh. And that was it. So you did like, you convince him, house. or you yeah. just said, no, "I'm doing this"? We met this. at his house and kind of <clears throat> talked about it, and you know, kind of. So Dites or Electric was already set up, <laughs> and so how it works in the electrical world is if you you know when you get your master's license and you have to activate it with the state of North Dakota. Well. You have to have insurance and sure. contractor's license. Yeah. Well, you're never going to have that unless you're doing work, right? Gotcha. You're, you're never going to pay for those expenses because some guys have an inactive master's license that they just carry and they can do electrical work for somebody else. Right? Oh, got it. Got it. They don't need to carry the master's. <laughs> exactly. So um, they still have their master's license. It's just not activated to run your own business. Um, well, when Jamie was going to quit the first time, it was activated and he never deactivated it. So we were doing side jobs. Oh, legally underneath that business. Yeah. So the LLC was opened. We're, yeah, was we're we got a checking so account. We're we running went, it. Uh, I mean, we kind of talked about the name change and it never really bothered me. And I just said, you know, let's spend $2,500 on a scissor lift rather than changing the name. And so we did a partnership with a lawyer for a couple hundred bucks and we went to work. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of the history of our company. And that was 10 years ago now. 10 years ago, first of April. So wow. It's uh it's been a wild ride. It's, you know, the I would have never believed in 10 years that we would have 
done some of the projects. It's cool, and I mean, you guys are seeing this too. We're about yeah. the same age company, but I don't know. You see TikToks and Facebook videos and stuff, and it's like, well, driving around with your dad, that's a contractor or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, we did those, and we did that. Yeah. But, I mean, when I was in my early 20s, I was in Bismarck, and it's like, I still like go through intersections. I'm like, hey, guys, do you know that? And they're like, yeah, you hung all these traffic signal lights. <laughs> like, yada, yada. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Okay, well, I just thought I'd remind you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> fulfills us though when we see it, and for my, sure. my kids are like, "Whatever." Yeah, oh, and yeah. Uh, it, it is what it is. So when you guys, when you guys decided then this is a go, I mean, was it two weeks and and you're on your own, or so and, I was pretty <laughs> heavily involved in a pretty good sized project that I I didn't want to leave hanging. Yeah, I, I didn't want to put my past employer in a tough spot or make bad blood you know because you never know no it, you don't know if your business is going to work right so if there's anybody out there that's going to start a business don't burn a bridge on the way out i i always tell people do not mix business with personal mm-hmm. if you're if i don't use your business for something like keep the blood good and the yeah. business side but yeah. like don't make personal issues mm-hmm. don't mix them mm-hmm. like it's just yep. it is not worth it and you will have bad blood with somebody yep. to the end of the day. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And life is way too short. I mean, the more the older I get, I don't even get mad anymore. I don't even, I get irritated for sure. But, <laughs> I get irritated. I mean, we have five kids and I mean, there's this, the stress level is, I, I mean, it's almost to a point where it's like, well, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, my kids are parented and we'll get on that subject too, but you know, they're kind of on a, on a free range. Yeah living you know right if if they're not getting hurt or hurting somebody and and they're not being mean i don't really care what they're doing <laughs> right this is what it is well and if they're not being a bully and they're you know ending people that are bullies you know i have an 11 year old and she's tough man she's a badass yeah you know? and our 20 our year old she's also a badass and they don't put up with that shit they don't put up with bullies. right they don't put up with you know what i mean hadley will Hads will put somebody up against the locker if she needs to. Like she don't care. <laughs> you got some strong, mm-hmm. strong-willed kids, mm-hmm. and uh, um, maybe we should talk at the end. I want to kind of talk about where you're going, yeah. and uh, yeah. but we'll we'll save that to the end and and how you're you're planning to grow. Yeah. Um, but I want to get dive into I, I think with your kids, you're ten years into the business, which mm-hmm. things are maybe a little easier than they were at year one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you got five kids. How yeah. you know and. You know, um, there's not, there's struggles. I mean, how do you Shan's, balance that? A Shan's bit. a boss, like she is. My wife runs her own business, and I mean, she's busy in her lab. She makes dentures and partials for a bunch of different dental offices in the area, and, um, and she's running kids. I mean, she she does ninety percent of the kids stuff. Gotcha. She does daycare, drop offs, pickups, appointments, therapies. Um, our family dynamics a little <clears> odd <throat> compared to most. Um, we have. Two kids that we had biologically, we adopted our oldest and our youngest daughter, and we're actively trying to adopt our little guy, Ace, yeah. through foster care. So um, we were not trailblazers. We're going to save the world. Yep. You know, uh, we adopted two of Shannon's cousin's kids, um, which is kind of cool. Our 20-year-old was actually the flower girl in our wedding. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's kind of cool though. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I mean, we were 
a part of her life before they moved to Texas and then they came back and, you know, so we were able to get involved that way. But, um, so yeah, it's, uh, there's, there's some odd dynamics in our household and lots of conversations and kid <laughs> stuff and five kids never in a million years would I have thought, you know, even well, six years ago now, I mean, we were the epitome of two kids and a white picket fence and a dog, you know, and now it's five kids and there's no chaos there. Tell, uh, just tell none. me. None. No, we got two dogs and CC just got a cat and you know, just all the things. It's just, I, uh, yeah, I think of one guy, I remember, I mean, the five years ago, six years ago, we're tired, you know, it's like, you're, I'm done out again. Yeah. Done, you know, and, done. and you went into the foster, not maybe by want or need. Like yeah. you said, you weren't I going mean, to I save the world. I say it's by accident, but it, it's designed by definitely a higher power, right? Yeah. I mean, our, I, our family dynamic is so hilarious because you know, anytime, you know, even so Ace, uh, we'll use Ace as an example. Ace was supposed to be at our house for the weekend. Grand Forks <laughs> for County the weekend. Called. Yeah, we were letting our license expire. We were done. We adopted oh. the girls. It was finally done. It was four years of fighting. It was, I mean, it was it was hell. It was they awful. gave you one last call. Well, so they called Shan on a Friday, and they're like, hey, um, Grand Forks PD found this little guy playing on the road with no clothes on. Like, could you, could you just take him for the weekend? And Shan's yeah. like, um, actually, we're home. So, yeah, no, we can take it for the weekend. Jeez. And Shan's only fault is that she cannot say no. She cannot say no to to anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if the neighbor wants their driveway shoveled, they could just ask Shan. Shan will be like, <laughs> well, now like, that I know this. Why would you be out there shoveling? Well, I don't know. They asked. And I'm like, tell them no. Tell them no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also an amazing quality in a partner and a human. Right. Um, so... It's like Wednesday, and I'm whatever driving from job site to job site, and I call her, and I'm like, "What's going on with this like kid, like this little guy? Like, what are we doing?" Well, they didn't call back. No, or they didn't no, come pick him up man. after Monday no, morning. They don't come at eight a.m. That is not how that. Here's works. the miracle minivan. Yep. So <laughs> we she she calls him, and they're like, "Oh, being it's Wednesday, is there any way you can take him for another weekend?" And Shan's like. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yep. No, that's no And he's and he's. I mean, he's he's an awesome kid. Like yeah. he, he's. I mean, he's one of ours now. We've had him for two years, right. right? And and so that leads to the next story. I mean, it's we've had him for two years, and we're you know trying to adopt him and hoping to get to that point. And but I mean, it's a it's a battle, and it's an emotional roller coaster, and it's yeah. You know when. Uh, well, he's a two and a when half, sh- three year old boy. I mean, four now. Four now. Geez, yeah. yeah. It's like my god. Five next. You got him at like two and a half or three mm-hmm. though. Got right. him when he's two. Yep. Two. It's like wow. So I mean, it's uh, it's a crazy world to see on the foster side. I mean, we live in a world that we don't see that side of the world very often. No. You know what I mean? And we don't. Thankfully. Um, you know, there's times in your life that you kind of grew up in that world and times in my life that I kind of grew up in that world. And yeah, um, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, to see it now and in this scale, I mean, it's it's awful. I mean, if there's anybody that's thinking about fostering, just rip the Band-Aid off and go do it. Because, I mean, there you go. things are changing with that too. I mean, it's uh, it's tough to fight and fight and fight and not know what tomorrow's going to bring. And yeah, we have conversations, you know, when Shan's, losing her mind and I'm losing my mind. And it's like, you have to look at the big picture. You can't look at what's going on today. You know, right. do you want 
do you want to, you know, have this kid's graduation party? Yeah. Because you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, absolutely. You don't, you don't want to fight another year for this shit, but, like, you, you want him forever. Yeah, you right. want him, you know what I mean? You so get, it's yeah, get accustomed to these. Yeah, yep, for sure. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's an odd dynamic, um, and it's... But it's cool. I mean, I would never, I would never change it. We are done, though. We are, <laughs> we are done, Shannon, with kids. We, Shannon, Shannon doesn't answer the phone anymore. Yeah, when it's that Shan, number. Shannon likes to tell everybody that we have kids, and they're like, "Oh, well, what are their ages?" And she's like, "Well, I have one that can get pregnant, and one that still wets the bed. So, and everything in between." <laughs> this is like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, well, you have a kind of, you know, I think where this whole story goes is that. You have a multi-million dollar electrical company mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Your wife always uh, has a business as well mm-hmm. and watching five kids now. Mm-hmm. Like anyone can foster. You know, everyone has that excuse. Yeah. Like, I don't have enough time. Yeah. Well, you, sure. you're making time. For and sure. I know you don't have a perfect work-life balance. The mm-hmm. phone doesn't hit the counter Mm-mm. at five and you leave it in a pickup yep. overnight like our dads yep. did. And we'll just get it How in the morning. How great would that be though? <laughs> How freaking great would that be? There's a mode called focus on yeah. my phone. It's now my favorite mode. <laughs> and now I officially know that I'm old. And uh, um, But it would be good. And I, I'm not a believer in work-life balance. I'm just not. Mm. Like I don't think you just, as an entrepreneur, the world doesn't stop mm-hmm. at five and then begin mm-hmm. at eight. Our world goes tell as soon as our head hits the pillow mm-hmm. and when when we wake up, that's when life yep. begins. I, I love both things I do. You yep. love servicing people. Yep. You yep. love your service calls and yep. you love your kids. Yep. You can sure. mix them. You can. Yep. Well, and there I mean and there's overlap in that life, right? Right. I mean, there's I was just at Northdale's office the other day looking at some lights with the boys in the shop and yeah. Tabor was home because he had strep throat. And all of a sudden, there's Tabor. I, like, left him in the pickup. <laughs> there's Tabor, and Scott's like, hey, what's up, buddy? I was like, hey. <laughs> you know, he's like, he, I mean, Tabor is, he's seven, and he's ready to be 20. And oh, okay. Like, he's done. Like, I, he will not go to college. Maybe, maybe things will change through high school, but every day, he's like, can, when, he's can spinning I be, wire can nuts I be, already? Can I be done? Can I, oh. can I, and I'm like, no, it's the law. You have to stay in school. <laughs> Actually, you're a little yeah, too young. Yeah, you have to stay in school. <clears throat> like, oh. yeah. but, School's I mean, changing too, mm-hmm, man. They're right in front mm-hmm, of our eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. And I went, speaking of schools, I went and talked to Grand Fork Central High School. Talked to, I don't know how many class periods I talked to. Um, three, four of them. Um, hundred and some kids. Not one of them was wearing jeans. Sweatpants or Sweatpants, what? Sweatpants, man. Yoga or whatever they call them. So, so that, I mean, that that's an issue that, that we have coming. And, I mean, we will definitely hit on that too. But um, these kids haven't left their pajamas. And we're supposed to give them steel toe boots next year and be like, you're going to love her here there, pal. Yeah. So you were talking to that. What are you talking to them specifically about? Entrepreneurship or? Yeah, no. Uh, becoming an electrician and joining the trades. Okay. And, trades. You know what I mean? So um, just. You know, and I tell him, and the teacher, Paul Strandy, he's from Thompson, too. He's like, I'll get calls when you leave. He goes, not when anybody else does. But I, I like, make them raise their hand. I'm like, who's, get who's going to college next year? Well, most of the room raises their hand, but half of them don't know for what. And I'm like, go work for a plumber. Yeah. Go work for an HVAC shop. Yeah. Go pour concrete. Go frame houses. Why? Go, go, go do something to a point where, like, 
for one, you can fix something on your own on the weekend. Right? Yeah. Like if you go work for a plumber for a year, you're going to be able to set a toilet by yourself on a Sunday. Yeah. It, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, but then also, I mean, here's my favorite part of being an electrician. The places we get to go. I mean, the shit I've seen, man. I mean, I put all new scoreboards at Georgia Tech's football stadium. Oh, yeah. I've been up in the catwalks, the Alaris Center, mm-hmm. the Ralph Ingolstead. Yeah. The the backdoor closets to the the studio booths to the yeah I mean all the way to you know rich people's houses moving their master beds so we can fix an outlet you yeah know what I mean yeah. and like like seeing how people live and seeing how you know what I mean and granted with that there's a lot of things you don't really want to work in conditions you don't want to work in whether it's you know dusty dirty old basement that's full of water or right. salamanders or mice or you know we do tons of Tons of grain handling work and tons of grain elevator stuff and fertilizer plant stuff and but that stuff's cool too. I mean to walk yeah. away from a job that's two hundred feet in the air and you built it from the ground up. Yeah, that's that's fun. I don't know. Those are cool jobs. I wanna talk about so these these kids <laughs> why wouldn't they want to enjoy that experience? But these kids in the room you said you said specifically, they don't even know what they raise their hand for. Yeah. They just raise their hand because is that being normal? Mm. Why did they raise their hand if they said, "Well, they're going to college, but they don't know for what"? And and they, and they, why do they do that? That's what they're told to do. Is that just society? That's what they're told to do. I mean, I had a guidance counselor in high school, and she asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And at first, I was like, "Well, a firefighter would be cool." And she's like, <laughs> "Okay, no, but for real." And I was like, well, either chiropractor or an electrician. She goes, well, you got to be smart to do both of those. I was like, okay. Sounds so good. my GPA is not good? Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't. And I tell my guys that all the time. I just told a guy there yesterday. I was like, what was your GPA? High school and college. He's like, uh, 3.8. And I was like, you can do this. Yeah, you can do this. You can do this. Yeah. I was a, I was a CD student. Oh, you know? like, I was a 2.4. I yeah. struggled in the business. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, like. I have to give guys pep talks because they're unsure of themselves, you know? And it's like, your, your IQ level's far greater than mine. Like, <laughs> right. far greater than mine. Oh, You're yeah. going to be able to do this. Don't get so discouraged. It ain't going to come easy. It never yeah. does. Right. I mean, I, I think back, and it's fun to watch these younger guys come in. And I, I mean, the first conduit you've been, you know, I kind of buffaloed my way onto a commercial job site when I was in my early twenties and all I'd really done was some residential work. And it was like, like, can you bend conduit? And I was like, yeah, man, I roll. Yeah. No problem. And like, I, after I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take the job. I stopped at Menards and grabbed a half inch conduit bender and a bundle of pipe. And I went home and bent conduit in my rental house's garage. Wow. For the weekend. That's crazy. And it's like, but that's also a trait that's lost, you know? I mean, the um, the demographic of employees, you know, and, and I'm fine with teaching, but I want retention too, right? Like, uh, I, yeah. want, I want them to want it. Commit, yeah. I'll, I'll teach somebody something three, four, five times. I don't care, as long as I know that they want to learn it, right? Yeah, yeah you can't teach somebody that's not willing yeah. to be coachable yeah. or learn it themselves. Yeah. They don't want it, mm-hmm. then there's no re- you're wasting your time, yeah. like you said. And you see a lot of that. I mean, you do. You see a lot of guys that they just don't want it. They've right. never had to have it. Yeah. They've never had to want anything. Well, I think this is a good place, like, because 
these kids are our electricians in the future. Mm -hmm. The kids you're talking yep. to, there are blue collar jobs that need to get fulfilled because mm -hmm. everyone thought in society that the blue collar jobs are going to get replaced. Yep. But it actually is working backwards with like AI technology and all mm -hmm. that. All the people going to school for these high you know, tech jobs and yeah. business jobs, they're actually losing their yeah. jobs. Their jobs are getting replaced with machines. Yeah. And we're actually in a blue collar service industry yeah. that's struggling. And it's because they're not teaching it enough. They're not well, promoting and I, it and enough. And I do think the money is starting to change. I, I just talked to a good buddy of mine. He lives in Omaha and his son went to an Ivy League college master's degree. Wow. And he's framing houses. Dude, I, I, I literally was hiring an EA, and there's MBAs getting hired mm -hmm. for this position mm -hmm. for an executive assistant job. Mm -hmm. Like, so you're making more money as a concrete guy or as mm -hmm. an electrician. Mm -hmm. um, we're biased by those trades, by the way. Yep. And yep. But these guys are making decent amounts yep. of money, whereas you go be a teacher, you're fifty six to 70000 a year. Um, well, and what I'm starting to see even teachers with my are own kids is they're getting older with – Hadley and Lexi, they struggle with me and Shannon's freedom, right? Like, like they're looking kind of down the barrel of their future, and they're like, mm, oh, they don't, don't. They like what you're doing. Well, ha Hadley's always been, I want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Well, now she's like completely off the doctor train. She's going to be a lawyer because oh. she knows that she's not going to be in the same spot every day. Yeah, she knows that she can have. Her own lawyer office. And, you know, who knows? Right. Who knows where this is going to end? She's 11, right? Almost yeah. 12. <laughs> but, you know, Lex is the same way. She's going to school to be a social worker, but now she's kind of taking some pre-law courses and stuff like that. And we'll kind of see where that is because you can't really have your own business as a social worker. Yeah. Well, I like... Don't get me wrong. I think doctors need to go to education. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying a doctor shouldn't Absolutely. go to college. Absolutely. But can you do it in a shorter amount of time mm -hmm. if it was more technical? Because mm -hmm. I failed in business, or not fail. I mean, I couldn't even stay in the program yeah. if I didn't get A's because yeah. I couldn't maintain a 2.5% average. Yep. But I do outstanding in business today. Yep. I think in legal, like if it was legal or, or doctor, yep. there's a lot of upside potential because in legal work, you're learning negotiation. Absolutely. And you can win a lot of power mm -hmm. in negotiations. Mm -hmm. Life is a negotiation. Absolutely. You know, and, and uh, in, in the doctor work, unfortunately, it's kind of complacency. It's Absolutely. like, I'm going to do this amount of surgeries a week. Yep. yep. That's, I'm going to do this till I'm 80. T's crossed, eyes dotted. Yep. Here we are. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Everybody's different, right? Like, I, I would never have made it as a doctor. I would have never. I mean, that's. That was my deciding factor between chiropractor and electrician. Okay. I didn't want to go to eight years of college. Now, yeah. my best grades, obviously not my first semester. They were not good grades. So, <laughs> so I, was, I was party town USA. Bush but, lights and Yeah, women. for sure. Um, but the rest of my college education was the best grades I've had my whole life. But I could apply it. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. I could apply it. And You're I mean, Wapitan did a great job of like, we're not teaching you shit that you don't need. Um, we're not. We're not like we're working on trig because electrical theory is based around trigonometry. trigonometry. You're not taking an algebra. Right. You're you're freaking doing trig. That's that's what you're doing. Because algebra has nothing to do with electricity. 
what does algebra really have to do with anything no, that my calculator nothing. can't do in an hour? No. Or, you know, it's like my totally. TI-83 Plus I've had for 14 mm-hmm. years still sold at Walmart today. Yep. That thing can solve pretty much the world's Everything. issues right on Everything. it. And I use addition and subtraction, subtraction, division, multiplication. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Move sure. on. For sure. I can pretty much run any deal. I like that Facebook meme. That's it's a picture of your phone and it's like when that teacher said you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, back in our day, for sure. Right. But I mean, that, don't you remember you're oh, in that yeah. second and third grade and you're like, can we use our calculators? Yeah. I could get this done really quickly yeah. with that sucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you need to learn the long version. Whatever. The I, word problems, those are the worst. Yeah. Well, let's stay in that jobs area because I think like, how, how do we solve this then going forward? How have you... How have you helped like overcome... I, I do think that there's... Uh, we're on the cusp of a huge supply and demand issue, and I think it's going to create more value in a tradesperson than there has ever been. And I don't think, honestly, I don't know that it's even solvable. Like, I don't know that there's a solution that can happen on this, and here's why. For one, it's hard work, right? Like, it's working with your yeah. hands. It's in the sun. It's 100 degrees outside. It's in somebody's attic. It's in somebody's dirty-ass basement. It's... It's climbing ladders. It's whatever, right? Like, yeah. It's hard work. Item number one. If you have a brain, you're intelligent, and you're not afraid of hard work, you're going to be making more than doctors and lawyers. And I don't care what anybody says. And I've had this conversation with doctors and lawyers and engineers, and every one of them says, well, what's wrong with that then? Yeah. Is there anything wrong with somebody that's an electrician or a plumber making as much as a doctor? No. As a lawyer? No. No. It's uh, it's likely to keep even twisting harder. Absolutely. I mean, it's just proof the kids the kids are in sweatpants. They're not even interested Mm -hmm. in. And those and those are the the kids. Like that's what's left, man. Those are the shop class kids. Chase. You know what I mean? It's not like I was at a (laughs) college algebra class. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I was in to shop trades. class, right. man. Like these are the only guys that might work with their hands, right? <laughs> right? And there was no girls in there, and I wish there would have because it's like if there was an option to have a couple girl electricians, that would be badass. Like right. I would love that. I mean, I I am a dad of three girls, and girls are badasses. You got two yourself, and yeah. it's like I I don't know if I if there was a girl electrician looking for a job. I mean, I've I've tried to hire one. She's in Wyoming, and I don't know if they'll ever come back, but. I don't know. She's just a badass. Runs jobs and just right. deals with it. Right. You know? It's like. Oh. Well, let's 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 put that some perspective real quick. That let's say the average. I don't. You can make eighteen bucks at a yeah. gas station basically yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't just replace the human, the yep. blue collar job. Yep. How much money does it cost me to go be an electrician? Zero dollars. So, and what would my would my income change from eighteen dollars an hour? Yeah. And and so here's how it works. I mean, in the very we beginning. start our like green guy walks in the door tomorrow. He's eighteen, the gas to 20 station bucks kid. an hour. Yep. yep. I mean, he's it's going to be a lateral move. He's from eager. the gas station, right? Like it's, but within four years, he will very easily at this point in time, and this is this is the number that I think is going to dramatically change in the future. He'll be making within four years if he can run a job and run guys. He'll be making thirty thirty five bucks an hour. Four years. Four years. And and what is he making? A lateral move, meaning he'd be get paid about the same. Mm-hmm. 
He's getting free education, though. Yep. So you're going to deliver? state law. Um, you have to go to schooling yep. for four years. That's 570 credit hours. Um, that's over a four-year span. Do I need to go to college to do that? No, no. So there's a, a organization in town that our guys go to. It's one night class a week during the school year. Wow. Um, and they go there. It's super reasonably priced. We pay for half of it. I think I think they might have four hundred dollars a year in it. Right. What? What? Yeah. You know. So so, so zero dollars you can accelerate because mm-hmm. when you go to four years of college, you're not guaranteed a thirty five dollar an hour. Mm-hmm. Like pretty mm-hmm. much, he's guaranteed work. Well, and on top of that, it's not just the thirty five dollars an hour, like thirty five to forty or whatever, whatever that yeah. number looks like. Yeah. These guys are taking trucks home. Yeah. They don't they don't have payments. They don't you know what I mean? If if they stop and get groceries on the way home or you know, I've had guys call me and they're like, Hey, do you mind if I take my truck to the lake? My wife already took the van. It's like, no, it's fine. Right. So it's like you have those perks. Plus, you know, we have great health insurance. We match retirements. Like all of those like things that you have to have to have employees, right? Like right. they I don't even you can call them benefits. That wasn't common though Mm-mm. in our business Mm-mm. ten years ago. No. Nope, when we not first at all. started, you didn't get no, you're lucky you get paid, and it's yep. not ten. I mean, I remember <laughs> looking for jobs out of college that I was like, "Well, do they have health insurance? Like, because I have to have health insurance. Like, I have asthma. Yep. So it's like, well, do, do they have health insurance? Because I need my asthma medicine. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, it's well, that's that's not even all. You would not have any guys if you don't have health insurance. You know, right? What I mean? Right. Absolutely. Just is what it is. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, and then when you become the guy at the top of the list for your employer, yep. you know, I mean, you're going to get treated well. You know, there's perks along the way. There's going to be, you know, things along the way. There's going to be, you know, you're going to be the guy with the newer truck in the lot. You're going to be the, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I don't know. I so mean, what in top tier electricians make? Say say now I'm at year four, I'm going to get 30 to 35 bucks yeah. an hour. I'm going to probably jump. I mean, there's what? a lot of guys Another out there. four years in. I'm committed. Yeah. I'm working for you. What you're going to be making 100 grand or more. Wow. Easily. So Easy. in eight years you're going to be at least a hundred plus thousand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're getting if that. you want it, right? So I don't want this to be confused with somebody watching this. It's like, well, he said I was going to make a hundred grand if I stay here for eight years. Well, no, you got to want it, right? Like, you know, our our project manager. I mean, he, he makes he makes great money, you know, and he's uh and he's worth every penny of it. Yep. You know what I mean? And and my goal for him is for him to continue to make himself a huge asset in our company and for him to drive his own price. Right. right? Like that, that's what I want for him. Yep. And I tell all my guys, I want you to be the highest paid guy here. I want you to have the nicest pickup. So how do they do that? What, what, you know, I, I have my own theories on this, they, but I'm, they gotta, here's my thing. They, it, it's tough to get them all not, not, and I'm not, you know, picking on one or the other. It's like, they're never going to care like me or Jamie or you, they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're, they can, they're going to tell you that they are, but they don't have the skin in the game, right? Um, what I want out of them, I, I want honesty. Like, that, that's a huge thing, man. Like, I'm going to scratch your back till my freaking fingers bleed. Gotcha. Make sure you're doing the same to me. Got it. You know what I mean? 
be honest with me. Right. Be fair with me. Don't <clears throat> don't try and screw me over. You yeah. know what I mean? And if you got to go get your kids at three o'clock in the afternoon, I don't care. I I don't care. Yeah, about that. Kind you of know, stuff. and so and I think that's where it's changing from where we were all raised in the trades, where it's like seven to five thirty. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, that's it. Seven to five thirty. We're in the trades. That's not going to keep employees. That's not going to drive drive the market of wanting employees. You know, and and I mean, we have huge turnover. We do, and we talked about that before we turned the cameras on. Um, we have huge turnovers because of this reason. Well, for one, every electrical contractor has huge turnovers. Yeah, it's not an easy life. It's you know it's hard work. You're on ladders. You're on, but you can work your way up at any business to not be the guy on the ladder, to not be the guy twisting the wire nuts. But right now in our company, me personally, I have a couple older guys that are assets that cannot be replaced. You know, um, the just just the old school stuff, just the the brain power or the customer service or that, you know, they just do it like America's used to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Boomers. You don't have to yeah. give them cupcakes yeah, at the end of work. For and... sure. And they, you know, they're gonna be there. Yeah. They're, they're gonna be there. Right. Um and they're you know, they're great with customers. They're and and it you know, that's what keeps me up at night. It's like, what are we gonna do without them guys? Yeah. You know? Um the younger guys are also fantastic, but they they're always looking and right. that that's that's the awful part right you know there, there's no loyalty you get you get a guy that's in his 20s or in his 30s you know and he can latch onto a job we've lost guys to go be a state electrical inspector or to go work at the airbase or to go you know jobs that i uh, an independent contractor could never compete with right i can't compete with the state pension or federal pension and yeah the full family health insurance and yeah like, right, I, just, right. I would love to yeah i would love to i tell my guys and they know it like if i could pay all of my guys a hundred dollars an hour and full family i would but that's not the work we do that's not the work world we live in you know right um but yeah i mean it's uh i don't know the it's, young guys always want the opportunity mm-hmm. like like at my company within, we have concrete guys. Um, I wouldn't say it's the same as electricians, but it's, yeah. you can go anywhere yeah. and get a job, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're good at what you do, um, but I need to continually give them an opportunity to rise up. Yeah. If I give them the opportunities, the ones that want it, they'll somehow figure out a way to increase their skills to get it. Yeah. Um, and and the ones that don't want it will, will yeah. taper off because I build, I try to build a culture that, you want you gotta lift yourself yeah. up. Like we wanna go, we're here. Yep. We wanna go way up here. Yep. And and the the weak ones die out because they stop increasing their skills. Yeah, they stop for sure, you know, trying to be more efficient. They trap they just stop trying to keep being yep. better every day. Yep. And in small business, that's definitely like a game changer. Uh, for us. It's, like yeah, that's why hard. people stay with me. It's I have very low turnover. Um for that reason, yep. in electrician world, I just like to hear, you know, it's like these project managers, how you keep these guys without just saying, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to go apply for my license. Cause I'm probably doing side work you, anyway. You told, and I think that's changing too. You know, I, I don't think a lot of guys, I mean, I know for a fact, our project manager does not want our life. <laughs> Plain and simple. Doesn't like the business side. Well, I mean, he just, like, it's just a lot. Yeah. You know, and he sees numbers at the end of the year and he's like, we did all that shit for that. Yeah. I'm like, 
yep, better luck next year. Yeah. You know, and that's all you can do sometimes. But it's just like, it's, uh, I mean, I hope, you know, our project manager, I hope he sticks around forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Will he? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I hope so. But, you know, it kind of is what it is. But it's uh, to build a, a group for us, it's really, really, really hard because you're so distracted with putting it all in with your hands, right? And that that's our problem. You know, we'll do a couple, maybe $3 million worth of work a year. But that's a super small dollar amount because we have to install it all with our hands. Right? Labor. Yeah, we don't, we don't have these big, you know, take, take your business or your sales compared to my sales. Well, you guys just sell more stuff, right? Like, yeah entire building projects or you know you look at the contracts of a job well we're 10 percent of the whole job yeah and then our profit margins are already lower at the the beginning of that you know what i mean that's that's the world that we live in and it's like so it's you know and and it's fun to like watch guys like kind of have the aha moment because i think all employees if you own your own business like you're the rich guy in the room oh yeah oh yeah Lonnie Hillerud from Structures says it right. He's so funny. He goes, well, we all drive three-quarter ton diesel pickups so we can haul all our money to the bank. Just ask the boys. And I yeah. mean, and I mean, that's that's the figment of every business owner. Yeah. That, that's what I thought when, you know, I I didn't have a business. That's what but but the cruel reality of it is is it's it's awful. Like like it's the the day-to-day and keeping it all on track and the size of company that our business is. It's like we have to float enough overhead that we could probably run 30 guys, but we can't find that amount of work. Oh, right. Gotcha. So it's kind of restricted where we live. Yeah, it takes. Yeah. And and that's what it is. The the clientele of where we're at. And I think about that, you know, we'll go to Florida in the wintertime and go for a week with the kids. And I look around, I'm like, I could have like a two man shop down here and just be crushing it. Yeah. Because there's more dollars per capita. You know what I mean? Oh, there's- bro. I go to all these places, been vacation. <laughs> He's like, it's not a work problem. He's yeah. like, there's, I, I can't even look at all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're getting crazy margins. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's just getting, it's a people problem. For sure. Um, and up here, we have a little, we got problems on both ends. Mm-hmm. It's keeping really good people, but also keeping really good people mm-hmm. busy mm-hmm. is our fear, right? Well, and, and <clears throat> half of it is we're fighting against mother nature yeah i know i mean we started digging last week i mean it was we had to yeah we gotta start going like it's april yeah we're mid-april mm-hmm. and the ground is yes there's yeah. still snowbanks out yeah. there taller than me yep. so and it, it, i don't know it's uh that dynamic and i don't and i think that's why we're tough right like yeah we grew up especially coming from the midwest and you know you go to college and got professors and instructors that are like I mean, you guys can go anywhere. You're from North Dakota. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a sure, real sure. thing. Yeah. That's a real thing, man. Like, we live in hell up here. Like, <laughs> the tundra, the frozen tundra of doom. Like, it's, and it's not easy to, you know, and I, I've had this conversation with tons of guys that, could you imagine? I mean, like, we we kill it the summertime. Yeah. Kill yeah. it. I'm not hiding that fact from anybody. Mm-hmm. We die in the wintertime. We hemorrhage in the wintertime. We do. And yep. th- and there's nothing you can do about it. No. And the second you like start embracing that and you're like, this is where we are, I, I think that's that's where you have. But it takes time because you're in denial the first 
at least seven years of your business. You are. You're well, like, well, why don't you? What am I doing wrong? Why don't you park well, it, ship it to Kansas City? Yeah, I mean, I should, but <laughs> I can't hardly get people to drive 45 minutes to go to work. You know what I mean? When we, our service area is so big, and I don't know, I just got a call yesterday for some work south of the Canadian border, you know, north yeah. of Devil's Lake. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to have to go do it myself. Okay. Like, no one period. will go. Well, I mean, they just, for one, I'm like our grain guy, right? Like our, you know, I know grain probably more than anybody at our whole business okay. and how it moves and how it needs to move and, you know, what it takes for it to happen. And yeah, I mean, and it's a huge customer that they're just like, just do it. Right. Well, how do you say no to that? Yeah. How do you say no to that? Yeah. That's uh well, that's a niche. Riches in the niches, you know, mm-hmm. if you can be really skilled at the, yeah. helping the farm. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's a huge need. These, mm-hmm. these f- local private Farmers are building their own little elevators, basically, well, And I right? have to have conversations with farmers um, after we leave their bin sites. And I'm just like, hey, you're no longer a bin site anymore. Like, <laughs> you're a full-blown industrial facility. So right. care for it. Service it. You know? Maintain it. Uh, make sure you're – and some of them I don't have to have that conversation with. Oh. Some of them I do. I'm like, dude, you got to make sure all the grain's out of the bottom of these legs. You got to make sure your conveyors are all cleaned out at the end of the year because they, there's a few that they call me and they're like, motor won't start. Yeah. I'm like, is it plugged? Nope, can't be. And I'm like, okay. And I get out there and sure enough, it's plugged solid because nobody cleaned it out last fall. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it just is what it is. But it's, uh, you know, where we live, that, that is where the money is. That's what drives it. Right. I grew up in coal country and now it's oil country and coal country, but you know, that's what's driving the force in the western part of this yeah. state. But like the farmers around here are what drives us and they're 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 so important. They're yeah. such a huge vital and people don't understand it. I mean, people grumble around here, well, these farmers and no. There yeah. would not be right. an eastern part of the state worth living if it wasn't for these farmers and what they spend in the community, what they you know, they they do all their business locally. All of that money sticks around here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, like they are good. I mean, what, when they do good, we do good. It, absolutely. The economy is driven absolutely. that way. Absolutely. And and I hope, you know, the world's got some scary stuff going on in it, whether it's, you know, the US dollar not being traded for oil and things like that. Yeah. And all of that stuff being talked about. And I I mean, I do. I hope and pray that we're a little more insulated here, you know, with yeah. with just North Dakota and oil and farming and like i i I do think that i mean north dakota will be just fine in all of this it's a good state to invest in um not enough people give it that the quality of life here is pretty high compared to others it's just your crime is low your doors are unlocked and the keys are in the car Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) that's just how we live Mm -hmm. and uh it is it is a good place so where where are you guys going now where where's dates are getting driven to so i mean i think i mean this is our kind of our spot you know 10 to 12 maybe ramp up to 14 15 guys in the summertime just for you know increased help and um but you know we're kind of at that last year going into fall i was pretty doom and gloom just about the state of the trades in general not not just not just our company but just all of it in general you know just the what are we going to do about this manpower issue right you Mm -hmm. can't you can have all the work in the world but you don't have anybody to get it done, you know? And I was kind of whining and crying to a buddy of mine down in Fargo, and he just said, I'm looking at it completely different. He's like, I'm 
I feel like if we teach our kids to have brains and be good people, he's like, they're going to charge whatever they want. <laughs> you will. I mean. And they will. Very likely. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I think, uh, I do think it's changing. I mean, I'm feeling it this year more than ever. I mean, I have, I have never, like I told you earlier, I, I've, I've never had a spring like this. And the phone is just ringing. My phone rings like that in the fall. <laughs> this is what it is. Because we're, we're racing against Mother Nature and we're dealing with harvest and yeah. we're dealing with elevators and we're dealing with fertilizer and we're, and we're dealing with trying to get all the groundwork done for winter projects. Oh, okay. But then we're also trying to finalize the summer projects. And then usually there's a school project somewhere that needs to be finalized yeah. by the end of August. And like, yeah. so like fall is terrible. Yeah. I terrible. Know. Um, but that's how this spring's starting. And I'm just like, holy moly. Like, so you what? might be up to six, 15, 16. I mean, yeah, if, I mean, if it yeah. continues. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't kind of farmers did well. Yeah. So the phones. Yeah. And I mean, it's ringing. not all farm stuff. You know, we got some, you know, whether it's commercial buildings or things like that. And there's a few irons in the fire we're trying to get to stick. But, cool. you know, it's, uh, I don't know, we just picked up a big elevator expansion up in Forest River and we're super excited for that. And um, we originally built that one. So that one's kind of cool to go back to that, you know, yeah, 10 yeah. years later. And <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, you're kind of starting to see that. And then as, you know, as our business has kind of grown, I would say it was probably three years ago and I called Jamie and I was like, I'm actually starting to feel like some of these people, you know, because you worry about somebody using somebody else or whatever. You know what I mean? That, I mean, that's the whole way, right? Yeah. Like, competition. Yep. You're loyal to them. And it's like, well, then you're going to get a knife in your back. And like, you're, you worry about those things as a business owner because that's how you pay your bills, right? Um, but after about seven years of business and us putting a lot of value in ourselves and our guys, um, you know, we did and we have for the last few years, you know, you start feeling like you think these places aren't going to operate very well without you being there. You know what I mean? Whether it's, whether that's farms or whether that's working with other contractors or whatever, like you have a relationship that people are comfortable with and, and it's not superficial either. You know what I mean? It's like, we're, uh, my biggest thing is, is to just be a good human. Yeah. And the rest will follow. Gotcha. And, and I, I, like and I think, I think that's, uh, I don't know. There, ne- there definitely needs to be more of that in society. I'm not saying I'm perfect or do everything right, but no, we are perfect. Yeah, yeah, we're perfect. I watch him on his Snapchat stories. That's <laughs> if you're if you're gonna follow Travis, follow him on Snapchat, and you'll you'll yeah. get a taste of there's a lot of the 19 personalities. You're, you're missing a lot. We're, of we're life. yeah. My wife uh, before this was uh, she's like, you know what? We should probably have Shannon and Travis both on the podcast, and then uh, maybe have some drinks. I was like, I'm not sure yeah. where that one would go. Yeah. Um, and it. Can go in multiple directions. Shannon turns into a different person. She drinks twice a year, probably, and <laughs> yeah, things get out of hand. I'd, I'd say we'll have Jen record that and then like hit or miss yeah. if we post it all. Yeah, maybe to make some good reels, probably. Yep. But yep. I don't know good if chance. we want to post the whole thing. Good chance of that. <laughs> I, I don't know that she'll be all right with that, but we'll just we'll just have to we'll have to get her there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. It would it would be super interesting. Well, I got two questions for yeah. you. What do you got? And um, and I think it'll extend on where we were talking. And um, but I like to I like to know. And in five years, where do you you know if you you close your eyes, envision yourself somewhere? Where would you envision yourself, maybe personally and in business? And this is more or less to help the entrepreneur and to help. Um, you know, others think how you're thinking, you know, or are you a, are you a big thinker or are you? Um, I would think, 
I mean, where would you like it to be? We've kind of branched out in some other things with, you know, steel sales and stuff like that. We started Strategic Solutions a year ago and a couple of years ago. And, you know, we, we sell some stuff kind of through there and sales stuff. I mean, I can't really tell you what the future holds on like the extracurriculars, the fluff side of things. You know what I mean? I want, I just want to keep working on it and dabbling in it and see if any of it sticks to the wall. Um, I, uh, I'm super excited for that stuff just cause it's a change of pace, right? Like it's a different scene. Yeah. It's a different, yeah. you know, I wouldn't, uh, I'd like to buy a few more investment properties in the next, I don't know, a couple years, whether that's me and Jamie or me and Shannon, you know, I don't know. We're, uh, whoop, whoop. yeah, I'm, uh, we're fastly approaching getting some pretty good sized bills paid off, you know, at our household. So it's like, well, that'll clear up some capital here and, that should be uh I'm I'm looking forward to that but I don't know man I it's funny cuz I'm at this like crossroad like there's a part of me that wants to like keep running and gunning and going and going and then there's a part of me that's and it's the kids like that's what it is it's like I got I got to relax here like I I've missed a lot mm-hmm. you know and, and not I mean I'm home every night and I'm you know but I I'm distracted you know what I mean so I I I need to make in the next 5 years I have to make a conscious effort to be there be like, home be and, and not so, just home but like when i'm home be home oh sure present you know what i mean like and it's tough like we were talking with shutting the phones off and whatever but it's like you know when your kid just wants to put legos together with you or your 12 year old just wants to talk to you about her day or you know your 20 year old wants to talk to you about her girl drama problems in the dorm or you know what i mean like yeah or your you know, last night Cece is just staring out the window and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. She's like, I just kind of want to go on a golf cart ride. I was like, well, let's go. Last night? Yeah. Yeah. So we went for a golf cart. I mean, it's 41 degrees. It was a short golf cart ride. <laughs> I was going to say, I went for a walk. Yeah. I- yeah. But that, you know, that's what we did. Yeah. You know? That's so awesome though. It's, uh, you know, and, and on the backside of that, I mean, I, I have to, with five kids and Shannon having her own business, like we'll get together for lunch every now and then. But I mean, we have to make it a point to start dating again. Mm-hmm. We have to, yep. you know. And we, it's you know, we we're gonna start probably doing more vacations um, as much as we possibly can. And and I think my whole life and and being a kid that didn't have anything, my goals and aspirations were always materialistic. Oh, always. Gotcha. And man, I don't know if it's a midlife crisis or what it is, but I don't really. I mean, I don't really need anything. I don't really want to buy anything. It's almost exhausting to go shopping for anything. And it's like... Oh, from the guy... I, I want... You got like 14 driveways that you can fill. I know. It's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. You know, and some of it is being thankful where you're at. Yeah. Right? And, and and what I've been allowed to do with, you know, I, I've been lucky, man. We bought a super big, nice house when we were 20 years old, like... It was a bank foreclosure. Got it for 150 grand. You know, it's a 5,000 square foot house built in the 90s. It's like, it's awesome. We, we lucked out. You yeah, know, not a lot of people have that opportunity. But that expense and 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 that purchase has allowed us to do so many things. It's allowed, you know, it to be no problem on the financing end for Shannon's business and things like that. Like, sure. it's you know, it's opened up a ton of avenues for us. Just having equity, and I can't. I tell my kids this all the time. We didn't have nice vehicles right like we drove shit cars and had a mortgage yeah but that's the trick get a mortgage as fast as possible it's delayed gratification and i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily tell you 
It has to be a mortgage. Mm-hmm. It could be, but you're gained equity in something. Absolutely. And instead of when you gain equity in something, you don't get a quick return on yeah. it. But it compounds and yep. it compounds yep. and it compounds. No different than your business, no different and, than and your it, house did. It's tough, right? Like in the society we live in, the world loves depreciating assets. Love <laughs> Liability. Love it. Yeah, I know. Love it. Instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take a and, beamer. And, and the faster you come to that realization, even in business, you know, we talk about that all the time. Our the value of our company, the blue sky, is me and Jamie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our business doesn't run itself. And that's right. that's an issue. I don't know that it ever will. And mm-hmm. everything, you know, it's like, well, well you, you have got, five years. You told yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's like, you know, you got a million dollars worth of equipment sitting at the shop and it's like, or 500,000 or 700,000 or whatever it's valued at now. But it's like everything you purchase is just a depreciating asset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just it's a like, tool to get the yeah. job done. And, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's that, that's a, that's kind of a mind fart there. Cause it's just, it's tough. It's, uh, you look at all your hard work, just like being, rotted beat down machine yeah, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was yeah awesome that we paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that thing yeah, i don't cool. think it yeah hopefully you wrote it off and i know you did well so. yeah <laughs> for, sure, for sure but i mean it's just like you know i i don't know it's uh I, my goal for the next five years for sure is i mean to travel more to be be the dad that my kids you know need mm-hmm. and want and you know what i mean it's uh that's a huge priority but then also i i I think we're kind of kicking into overdrive is we got some really good talent, young guys that, I don't know. I mean, we're trying to build this like family, right? At our office that Mm -hmm. we've never had before, because if you're going to keep like employees, it better be inclusive. Oh yeah. Culture. It's driven. Where we're at. It has to be driven that way. Yep. Oh, they leave. Mm -hmm. They get the same opportunity wherever. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I hope that with some of these changes in the world and things like that, I I think I'm hoping that we can find some guys that stick that want to do this stuff long term. Um, that's always been a problem though in, in yeah. the electrical trade. Yeah, always. I I always used to look at the big plumbing shop compared to the big electrical shop. Yep. That I used to work for, and it's like we would have 50 new guys a year. Yeah. Know? And they had the same old boys putting pipe in, you know, and it's like. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how? Like why? Yeah. So, um, and and I think that you know, electricians they just they're taught to think on their feet a little more, so they're a little more confident elsewhere too. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they're we're involved in every aspect of the project where a plumber isn't, a HVAC guy isn't, um, a framer isn't. You know, we have to deal with every trade. Got it. You know, plumber comes in and puts in a bunch of equipment and. Yeah. You know, I mean, take a take a gas station, for instance. Well, we have to hook up all the coolers. We have to hook up all the air conditioners. We have to hook up all the furnaces. We have to hook up all the boilers. We have to hook up all the kitchen equipment. Hook up all the gas pumps. We have to hook up all the lights in the canopy. We, we have to wire the building. Sounds right? like good job security. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> it is. But it's like, at the end of it, it's like, wow, we, we did everything on that job. You right. know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, that's a confidence booster. Right. You know? and Electric I, cars. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, name it. For sure. For sure. Um. I got one last question for you, yeah. and I, uh, um, and then I'll let you go. But yeah. we're uh, what does unfollow the herd mean to you? Man, I, I think it's something that I've been doing my whole life. Honestly, I mean, I, 
I've always had really good examples in my life of what not to do, whether that be parenting. You know, I, and I think, you know, as a kid, I longed for, you know, what would so-and-so do or, you know what I mean? Yeah. How would somebody else react to this? Um, but I would say come around puberty time, it was like, man, I'm not going through what that guy had to go through. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing that mistake that that, you know what I mean? He's still yeah. kind of, um, and I, I do think that's what it is. I mean, we are not, uh, we're so different than most people in our community. You know, I mean, we're, I mean, it's pretty funny because Thompson can be a pretty, you know, it's it's getting pretty hoity-toity there. You yeah. know what I mean? There's, <laughs> there, uh, and not all of it, there's a ton of good people there, but it can be pretty hoity-toity at times. And it's like, we got five kids jumping snowbanks in their bikes and you know what I mean? And Watch the train wreck yeah, come through. Yeah, and I, and I love every minute of it. Yeah. The chaos of it, I mean, that, and that's just the kid factor. Um, uh, also on the company side, we don't do electrical work like anybody else. Yeah. We don't. We're super involved in the day-to-day, um, you know, whether that be grain handling or whether that be fertilizer stuff. Like there's that I keep touching on those things because that's what I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. But nobody's doing that stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you call another company in town. They don't have a lot of guys that do motor controls. They don't have a lot of guys that you know work on that stuff. And that's, that's the easy stuff. That's, that's the easy on your body stuff. So oh, okay. that's what I'm trying to like teach these young guys. Like, okay, we need to incentivize this. We need to charge more for this yep. service. And we've had these conversations with our customers and they're like, I don't know why you haven't been. So, you know, in, yeah. and, and, you know, right now where we're at, there's probably three to 500 hours a year okay. of that, right. For the whole, for the whole company, right. Yep. We go on a 10 hour service call and three of it is, you know, motor controls and really thinking with a, a mindset brain of that. Well, we're not going to charge them the whole 10 hours of, you know, right. We charge them the three hours at that higher rate. But then we're also going to pay the guys more, right? For learning, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, it's a good niche. I yeah, mean, I, I mean it's uh, demand. and it's it's complicated and it's tough, but it's uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't say no, and that's that's definitely our 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 niche too, which sometimes it bites us a little bit. But you know, we're uh, not. I don't know. Things are changing, and and I think it's in a good way. I it's change is not always comfortable great but i uh yeah well change i don't know i feel good about this year better than i felt in the past recent years for sure and and i think it's just because it's it's changing and i'm okay with the change right, right? I'm, I'm okay with the demographic of employees and i and i do I, I like working on employees i know that that sounds weird and strange but like i want guys to like be good for them right you know and that's that's not just the new ones either. You know what I mean? Like I want the old boys to do cool stuff too, you yeah, know? Like yeah. so, um, I know my one of my service guys, Chris, he used to actually be my boss. And he always tells me all the time, Well, I'll just go retire. And I just tell him, Well, I'll just drop the van back off your house. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. But but I mean it, you know, it's just that's kind of the world we live in. And um, I don't know, that's my I don't think we've ever followed the herd at our house. And yeah. y- you know that. Yeah, you yeah, that. no, yeah. Um, 
So if you guys want to follow Travis, where would we follow you? Um, Snapchat Ooh. is a lot of fun. To yeah, watch Snapchat's you. good. I don't even know my um, Snapchat I, handle. I get my laughs in for the I'll day. Get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get um, it. We'll get some handles and links below for yeah, Trav. Yeah. Um, I know you spend the, probably the most amount of time on there. Yeah. Of, yeah. of your daily life. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the electrical stuff is... I started doing some TikTok stuff okay. because Lexi told me I can't do TikTok stuff. Oh, motivator. Yeah, motivator. Said, she said I, I'm not cool enough to be on TikTok. So now I have two viral videos and she doesn't have any. So it's there you go. You awesome. you are a viral video. I am. I am. <laughs> You're I'm like a walking. A, the the whole family's a living yeah. viral video. Living viral video. So it's it's pretty funny because I like to bring that up. What is she? She came home for Easter and she had a sleepover in the back garage with her friends. I was like, are they coming over? To like film TikToks, and she's like, "Oh my God, stop talking about your TikToks." <laughs> Thanks, Lexi. I'm glad you pushed him yeah, into the yeah, un- the the telling him he can't do it. Yep. yep. Uh, so it, make sure you follow Travis. If you hey, if you are looking for an electrical opportunity, and maybe you want to get in the technical wiring yeah, and yeah. the controls aspect of it, I know it's going to be a higher paying career than just being a normal electrician. Mm-hmm. The riches are always in the niches, and and maybe Travis will learn to say no to the other stuff and yeah. start taking on more control work. But if that is some of your passion and you want an opportunity in an upcoming company, um, yeah, I worked with Deitzler for nine years. Um, I know Travis and Jamie very well. Um, always been a really good company for us to work with. Um, always enjoyed the time with your guys. guys for all that. Yeah, and uh, so if you are looking for a career, I would don't hesitate but to reach out to this guy. Yeah. Um, a ball of knowledge in the space. He wants the most for you as well, which is obviously driven in their culture. Mm-hmm. So, um, guys, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Trav, I thank you so much. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate you, brother. You. Have a good weekend. Yeah, I'm going to. Thank you. See you guys.